Hey, what is up guys? Steven here with the new producers. This week I wanna talk about the five mistakes that I'm consistently seeing brand new producers, mix engineers, songwriters, and artists making. These are also things that I consistently uh, messed up on too when I first got into it, right? Hindsight's 2020. I've been in uh, the music industry for, man, it's, it's been like 15 years now. So uh, I've been around for a little bit. I'm not saying I'm at the end of my career. You know, I've still got a ways to go. I'm still on my own journey, but I just want to bring some of these things that I've seen to light because if I was in my late teens, early 20s, I would want to know, hey, am I making these mistakes? So let's jump into it. I want to talk about the first one that I'm constantly seeing. So I'm always seeing new songwriters and artists trying to chase the flavor of the week, trying to write or sound like whatever is at the top of the charts right now. Okay. And I think this is a huge mistake because once you finally, and it's going to take some time, but once you finally figure out their formula, it's going to be old news, you know? People aren't going to really care about that sound anymore and it's going to be old news. So when you're constantly trying to chase what's working on the charts, there's going to be a delay, right? Because you don't know how to make that sound uh, at the moment. So there's going to be a learning curve to figuring out how to arrive at this, uh, this certain point. So trying to figure out a certain production sound takes time, right? It takes multiple versions of songs to actually crack the code on what other people are doing. Once you finally figure out how to recreate that sound, it's old news, right? And once you actually figure it out, you're probably at best going to be a, just a second rate version of that sort of production. And so nobody really cares. Now I will say in the process of trying to find or figure out another artist's sound, you're going to, you're going to figure out how to do certain things. And so I will say if you've done this, cause I've done this, I've tried to figure out certain people's sounds. It's not all wasted, but just know that you're probably not going to get broken into a scene by trying to copy somebody else's sound. So the quickest way to really break yourself apart from the pack is to create a sound that nobody's ever heard, right? And so what I would recommend for trying to figure that out, if you have a certain flavor or certain artist that you love, make a list and, uh, you know, make it as scientific as you want. You know, if you have three artists that you love, like say you love Tame Impala, say you love uh, Kanye, say you love uh, Halsey, figure out what hasn't been done and make a new combination of certain elements that those three artists use and try to find a unique sound. The great thing about finding a unique sound is that there's nothing to be compared to. So, uh, you know, you create a song and it has all these different, uh, you know, instruments or different production techniques. It's beautiful, right? Nobody, nobody's heard that sound. Nobody has anything to compare you to. So that's what I would recommend. Be inspired by it, 
But um, yeah, if, if you're just trying to copy other people's sounds, I'm telling you, it's just, it's not going to get you far at all. All right, number two is not finding a mentor. Mentors are extremely helpful. They can help you if, if they see you doing something that is potentially uh, detrimental to your career or something that's just a straight up time waster. You know, they can speak into your life and say, hey, you are, uh, you're messing up in this area. You shouldn't be focusing on what you're focusing on. Maybe try focusing on this. Um, and it's really a second set of eyes, somebody that can look at you and give you a bird's eye view on your career. And they, you know, they've had their own career and they can say, listen, you know, I've tried to do this in the past and it just didn't work out for me. This is why they explain it to you. And, um, I really feel that having a mentor can fast track your success in this game. There are no shortcuts, straight up shortcuts, but I feel like you can get on a right set of tracks and um, you can get down that track quicker when you have a mentor. It's just, uh, I think it's invaluable. So mentors are huge. Number three is not moving to where the action is. Okay, the music industry is tough enough as it is. And if you are up in a small town in Northern Alberta, which is me, and you stay there and you're trying to pursue your career, chances are you're not gonna meet the people you need to meet. You're not gonna be around other creative people that charge you up. There are just so many reasons why you can't live in a small isolated town. Now, I'm not saying that um, that for a period in your career, maybe when you're first like getting going, realizing that you love making music or songwriting, I think there's a point where you know, it's okay to be in an incubator and maybe you're living in your parents' basement with the studio set up and you're writing songs like crazy. I think that's totally cool. I think that's totally okay. But once you've been in it for, you know, maybe it's uh, 18 months, two years, and you feel like you're getting some good feedback, people are reacting well to what you uh, send them then I think it's really important that you you take that step and you move into one of these bigger cities, whether it's, uh, you know, if you're a pop artist, maybe it's LA, maybe it's Nashville, if you're country. I think it's important that at some point, if you feel like you're serious about this, you need to just jump into one of these bigger markets and, and really uh, rise to the occasion. There's something about when you know that the bar is up here there's something about human nature that we we just figure out a way to max out our potential and get up here right when you have people that are better than you it just brings you up way quicker and you actually know where the bar is at that point if you're if you're staying in a small town or in a town that just doesn't have this sort of scene you really don't know where you're stacking up talent wise Get to one of these big cities and you'll find out real quick that um, that maybe you aren't as far as you thought you were or maybe maybe you come in and you're uh, you know, you're in a really good spot and you're one of the better writers or one of the better artists, whatever it is. But just know that if you're really serious about this, 
it's time to commit. Um, you're going to find lots of relationships in these bigger cities. You're going to have a lot of good influence as far as, uh, you know, creativity goes. There's so many bonuses of being in a music city for your right scene, you know. Um, the executives are all there. Publishers are there. Other creatives are there for you to collaborate with. Um, you know, there's just lots of inspiration, right? Those, these big cities where, you know, there's lots of music going on. It's just you get there and there's an energy that you can thrive off. So if you are totally committed and you love doing music, at some point you're just going to have to take the leap and get into one of these bigger markets. So number four is letting other people hijack your career. I see this all the time with uh, young new artists or songwriters, uh, music producers. They're super talented and they've got a lot of potential and they care too much about what their parents think, what their brothers and sisters think, what their grandparents think. And so they, they really allow these people around them to hijack their careers and they end up going to school for whatever it might be, being a doctor, being a lawyer, whatever it is, just settling on a career that is more linear, right? Music is not a linear career at all. It's really tough to know the moves that you're currently making in your career, whether, whether it's getting you closer to your goal, because a lot of the time we have to just try multiple things and there's a delay on the effort that you put in, right? So you, you try something new and you don't really see the, the benefits of, of a move you make until maybe four or five months down the road, right? And so it's really tough in, in a creative career to know if you're moving ahead or if you're moving backwards. So you've got to constantly keep reevaluating. And I'm, I'm kind of going down a rabbit hole here, but what I'm saying is don't let the fact that a music career is going to be difficult um, scare you off from trying to pursue it because if it is something that you truly love and something that you truly um, enjoy doing it doesn't matter if you end up going to school it's 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 kind of like it picks you and it's going to keep pulling you back to music and so you might get through school might get through university college and uh you end up not even doing the career that you have loans for and student loans for because you're just so hooked into music and you end up coming right back. So I would say if you feel super strongly about music, don't let your family, don't let anybody else, um, you know, recommend you do something else with your life. It's not their life. You have one life. And um, with music, the earlier you can get into it, and start cracking the better you will be okay step number five is not having an action plan just winging it all the time right i want you to think about um the empire state building okay now that that took years for them to build right and it's gorgeous it's it's an amazing building but your career, you, you kind of need to think of it in the same way, right? It's going to take some time, but you've got to just keep working at it and reverse engineer whatever you want to try to do. 
and you need to have micro goals, okay? If you just think about, okay, I've got to build the Empire State Building and you're just thinking about the finished thing and every day you're like, okay, I, I want to build the Empire State Building, but it's too big of a goal. You can't even wrap your mind around it. It's just, it's too daunting. And so instead of trying to create the Empire State Building, I want you to think of it as trying to create step one, the foundation, right? And then you, once you finish the foundation, you build the parking garage, right? I don't know if the Empire State Building has a uh, parking garage, but if it does, cool. Um, and then level one, right? The lobby. And then floor, floor two, floor three. And I want you to compartmentalize all these little goals. And then within those goals... Um, really reverse engineer that into a micro level and, and really figure out the details of things that are going to move you ahead, right? So, for example, if you want to release 12 songs in a year, that's, that's not a huge goal. But when you think of it as 12 songs, it's like, man, that's, that's a lot of work. But if you break it down to one song a month, well, that's, that doesn't feel as bad, does it? Now break that down four weeks in a month. How are you going to achieve that? Don't think of it as, oh, I'm just going to finish one song in one month. Break that process down even further. So, okay. So week one, you're going to finish all of the songwriting. Week two, you're going to record all of the parts. All of the parts that you think need to be in there. Week three, you're going to do all the production. So you're going to add um, all the tasty parts on top of the foundational parts. And you might even play with arrangement there. Um, you're just going to put on your producer hat, okay? And then week four, you're going to mix the project and you're going to master it, okay? And then at the end of week four, you have a song, right? And you do that 12 more times and you have 12 songs in one year. So... No matter what your goal is, don't look at it as the end goal. Just break it into segments of, you know, achievable things that you can do. And that's the key. That That is one thing I see people, they just, they don't have a plan of I'm going to do this every day. And, and they just, they don't chip away at it. They try to do, they try to do the whole thing in a week or in two weeks and then they just get burnt out. And then they don't make music for eight months, a year, whatever it might be. And so have a plan, have an action plan of things and benchmarks that you have to hit every week, every month, every year. And that's how you're going to really get ahead because a lot of these creatives, they just, they work when they want to, uh, when they feel creative, right? But if, if you're only working when you feel creative, you're not going to get much done. And I just, I've never liked when people said that because I just think it's a cop out. Um, there's been so many times when I've had a deadline and I didn't feel like working on a project, but I opened the project and got my cup of coffee and, you know, started just messing around, feeling uninspired. But you mess around in a session for long enough, make sure you make a save as just in case, but you mess around long enough and you will spark creativity 
And before you know it, you're riding a wave of uh, creativity. So have a plan. Your career should not be winging it. It's very important that you have an action plan and benchmarks that you are trying to reach. Get a mentor. Don't copy other artists. Be unique. Try to find your own voice. That way you cannot be compared to. And uh, hey, if you're really serious about this and you've had some good feedback, get to a big city. I promise you good things will happen and you'll figure out something. You'll figure out either, hey, maybe maybe I jumped the gun and this is not the path that I want to take and I'm not digging this at all. Or you figure out, man, I just feel so alive. I'm so glad I moved. Hey, if you're new to recording, I've got this free PDF that you can download. All you have to do is hit the link down below. Um, what it is is a free PDF guide that has all the gear that you need. I know when I first got into recording, one of the hardest parts to figure out was what gear do I need? What gear do I not need? So download it below. And uh, like I said, it's, it's a list to everything you need. And I hope you enjoy that. Guys, that is it for me this week. I hope that you found this video helpful. If you did, consider subscribing. And if you enjoyed the video, give it a thumbs up. Have a great week and we'll talk to you real soon. Cheers.